This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Go ahead. Already we're starting. Well, this is what happens when we don't discuss anything and we just press play. Um, Today we're going to be discussing another ill-hearted person or person who made bad decisions. But one that's, I think, common to all of us. Right? Bootleg Lot's wife. Bootleg Lot's wife. All right. We're going to read from Genesis 19, verses 12 through 17. And I will be reading that. It says, And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters? And whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get ye out of this city, no, out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters. And the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth, and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. So, don't look behind you that's it key, doesn't key, sound that hard key words right there. um anyways now what verses I've, i'm sorry we had like two sections 20, 24 through 26 and i kept forgetting what they were okay then the lord rained upon sodom and gomorrah brimstone and fire from the lord out of heaven and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities that grew up on the ground but his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. All right. There's a lot Are of Are you lessons. going to the parable of the sower? I was thinking of that. Were you, is that what that's you're... That's where I was well, going. Well, you, you go... I, I can go somewhere else. No, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Oh, so you want me to go ahead and do that? Sure. Okay. Because I was thinking about it, and really what happened was, and it makes sense, um, that she was distracted by the cares of this world. So Her family was there. Her family was there. And it's not, I mean, first of all, there was a lot going on behind her, right? That, like, it's true. It had to be pretty cool to see. I mean, terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but it, in an all, but, like an awestruck kind of a way, like, you know, you would turn and look and see all of the fire and brimstone raining down on the city, uh, which, yes, would be, I mean, we all like to watch, you know, Things like that from afar, from a safe distance. But if you think about it, she had family there. Because the verses you read said that they went to um, her son, their sons-in-law that had married their daughters and but all of this. they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen. And so they were left in the city. And so that is part of what she was, I'm sure, looking back for was this longing for the rest of her family to be safe from this destruction. And, of course, they would not. So I think that as much as we always go, well, why, why would she look back? But that is why, because the part of her heart was still there. 
you know, as a mother loves her children, like she would not want them to be destroyed. And so that had to be it's, really hard. It's like in Matthew ten thirty seven though. It says, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy than me, of me. So you just, we have to let those things go. They're worldly, they're earthly. And we have to do what God tells us, even if it means we lose our family. That's right. And that's, that's a really, really hard teaching. Um, so Mark 4, uh, 19, sorry, is where I was going to go. And this is the parable of the sower. Where where it I goes. was going to go too, but you took it from me, grounds. so well, I went somewhere else. Why don't you want to go ahead and read it? <laughs> no, okay, I'll read it then. Matthew four nineteen. Um, oh, I'll read 18 and 19, sorry. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of the... Other things entering in choke the word and it become unfruitful. So just, it's easy to get distracted by the cares of this world. And so besides her family, her home was there, right? The things that they had, you know, worked hard for and they had lived and raised children and all of these kinds of things, that was all there. So of course there was a longing for what was being destroyed behind her. So I think that where we often just, you know, look back and like, why would she, why would she do that? But I think we can understand a little bit where she was coming from. Did yeah. you have more? I'm sorry. No. Well, I was thinking too of Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Singing <laughs> so we need to make sure that we focus on God and his righteousness. And and then it hopefully makes those other decisions a little bit easier. To, it should. Yeah, it should, right? If we're really focused on the right things. Because, you know, it's not easy. But if you're thinking of something being just or fair or right... They had the opportunity, her family did, that chose to stay there in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? They had the opportunity. They knew what was going to happen. They warned them. It's not their fault that they didn't listen. That's right. And so that needs to be our purpose in life, too, is to warn those who are not seeking after righteousness, not doing the right things, um, but that our goal and our, our job is to warn those using the Word of God and then their decision, it's their decision. It's, it's their choice. Amen. Amen. But it's a hard one. It is. We want everyone to um, choose God and to do the right thing. So does but, God, but... Well, absolutely. So... But that's just not feasible. Yeah, we just heard a lesson that said that God's ideal will mm -hmm. is that all would be saved. Second Peter 3. But his... Um, how did they put that his ideal will was that all would repent and be saved and um his ultimate will what will happen right is that those who obey will be saved so he has a desire for everyone to be saved but he second gave Peter everyone nine. second we'll go ahead and read it oh okay the lord is not slack concerning his promises some men count slackness but is long suffering to us we're not willing that any should perish that should but that all should come through repentance. That's right. So he gives us time, and his desire is that we will all repent and obey and, you know, be baptized and wash away our sins, all of those things. And he gives us time. You know, he's he's gracious and gives us time to do that. But 
at the end of the day, he's not just going to save everyone. He's going to save those who actually seek his will. John fourteen fifteen. And if obey. you love me, keep my commandments. There you go. That's nasty. I'm sorry. We have a lot of animals in here with us today. Um, they like to be in here with us while we the, do the podcast. The problem occurs is that me and mom combined are all of the animals' favorite people. You know? So if both of us go upstairs, they all have to follow. Every We're like Noah and his wife. You know? Like, this is the ark. <laughs> The animals just come in more than two by two. Well, I guess we have two. Ricky, two cats, and the third cat is often just outside running around because that is what he does. But the two inside cats have to be with us, and then of course the dog. She pretty much doesn't leave my side anymore. So, um, and if Mom's not home, then she's with me. So, <laughs> thank you for that yawn. <laughs> Um, yeah, funny story, though. I really didn't want a dog. I wanted so a dog. I reluctantly got a dog for Addie, and then she picked me, the Guys, dog. it's really depressing, though, because I really wanted this dog, and she only somewhat likes me. She settles. <laughs> she settles for me when Mom's not home, and I was the one who wanted this dog. I literally sat on the kitchen floor yesterday and called her for, like, five minutes. And she just sat by my mom's feet and looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, I just want to love you. Well, it's really unfortunate for both of us because I really didn't want a dog. But I clearly have a dog. So um, she is um, a golden retriever uh, mix, but a golden retriever. But she, not a small dog. She will curl up on my lap she like a cat. She on my lap too sometimes. She does. She, she slept she does. in my chair today. So it's just kind of funny. Um that I didn't want a dog, but I definitely have a dog, so. And I wanted a dog, and I definitely don't have a dog. Yeah, this did not work out well for us. I have a cat. You have a cat that's eating um, a macrame thing. And he's okay. And he's fine. All right, I think we've rambled on long enough. Anyways, do you have relationship advice for this one? Um, you know what? We could we could go all the way back to making good choices in your marriage, as far as. Settling in a place, in a home that will help you Amen. stay focused on God as opposed to a place that will draw you into the world. So, yeah. I had another one. Oh, okay. Of don't get distracted by looking for someone else. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just don't get distracted because if she had stayed focused on Lot, because if you look at the actual verse she where she looked behind back, him, she looked behind him. So maybe so. Lot was walking behind her and it wouldn't be a sin to like look back and be like, oh, hey, Lot, you know, <laughs> it was the fact that she looked behind him. Or maybe the advice should have been they should have been walking side by side, drawing strength from each other. This is good. As they walked away good from job. sin. So, yeah, because... That is really the important part about picking a partner who is walking towards God mm-hmm. with you, not someone that is pulling you along towards God and someone or someone who is, mm-hmm. you know, walking the other way or looking back at the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> she's well usually that's my job but i'm she's really taking it from me. i'm really not tired so i don't know what is happening but you know what i think we should um end it before i start yawning so you don't want to yawn on camera what we're not on camera but thanks for that um so let's just wrap it up anyways 
Do you know if we say thank you? I think. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.